You are locked on Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Every day. It is episode number 281 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell, your host. As always, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked Redskins. All sorts of links to the podcast, ways you can listen, as well as stories, some video clips, reports, uh, all sorts of news and nuggets, things that I write, things that I see and uh, gather. Some days it's heavier than others. Just kind of depends on how much I have going on. Uh, in my little world, uh, but make sure you follow at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, and at Locked on NFL Net, at Locked on NFL Net on Twitter and Instagram for all of your NFL team coverage from all of our local podcast hosts and experts. All right, so let's get to it. The Redskins only had one practice, not that they've been having multiple practices, uh, usually because of either the weather or it kind of depends on how you view a walkthrough. Um, yes, sometimes they're out on the field, but they don't do anything other than uh, just basically go through kind of the motions uh, in a very light practice. But they only had one scheduled practice on Tuesday in Richmond because the Redskins are off to Cleveland on Wednesday. Actually, what they're going to do is they're going to fly into, I don't think anybody's really talked about this, but they did this a couple of years ago. They're going to fly into Canton-Akron International Airport, or uh, Canton-Akron Airport, I should say. I don't know if it's International Airport. Uh, and they're going to go to the Hall of Fame as a team first. And then they're going to bus up to Cleveland and the team hotel for Thursday night's preseason opener at 7.30 against the Cleveland Browns. So, Here's a couple of things that happened on Tuesday at practice from the reporters that were there, uh, and we'll give credit whenever we, uh, whenever we directly attribute a report uh, from that. This is from Redskins.com and Kyle Stackpole, who's their staff writer. Um, of course, the, the, the most notable thing was that Colt McCoy returned for practice, uh, and by all accounts, he looked pretty good and was a full participant uh, and went through the entire practice after missing the last part of practice on Monday due to precautionary reasons. Uh, again, he was a full participant Tuesday. That's good. Uh, the team was not in pads. They were in shells. So, again, whatever that means, he is number one still on the initial depth chart. Again, that doesn't always mean everything, as we tried to explain uh, last week and as we wrote a column uh, that you should check out, and we put it up on uh, at Locked Redskins from the fan uh, DC.com about this particular issue. So Colt McCoy on Tuesday, uh, according to Stackpole and Redskins.com, split the first uh, four team periods with Case Keenum and looked pretty sharp. Uh, had connected a couple of times to Terry McLaurin for good gains. Uh, but as Jay Gruden kind of alluded to, he's been up and down. And, you know, Gruden has told everybody who will listen that he has high expectations for him. He thinks he can be the starter. He thinks... Um, you know, he's ready to go, all of that stuff. But the problem is, is that Colt McCoy, as we've talked about, just has not been able to stay healthy. And from time to time will be turnover prone, will be a high event quarterback. And Jay Gruden said, quote, I think we have such high expectations for him. And sometimes he'll miss a throw. Very uncharacteristic. But he said, overall, after missing all of OTAs and a major part of last year, he's come in and handled stuff pretty well, pretty well. Um, 
Again, I think Colt McCoy, in order to win this quarterback competition, had to be head and shoulders above Case Keenum. And I've never really thought that Dwayne Haskins was going to win the quarterback position and the quarterback battle in his rookie year. I'd still be shocked by that. There's no indication that that's going to happen. No indication. Um, Again, you never know around here with the powers that be. Uh, But again, there's been no indication. Um, A a word or two on Case Keenum, uh, according to Stackpole from, again, Redskins.com, he found his rhythm uh, after a rough start, had a couple of bad throws. Monte Nicholson had a pass knockdown, uh, and then he threw away uh, his second pass. And then a stack pull on redskins.com noted he hit a strike to uh, Trey Quinn along the sideline and then hit Paul Richardson a couple of times, one of which was a passing touchdown. Now, Kyle Stackpole, again, Redskins.com, noted that Haskins did not really do anything in the first 14 periods and basically stood next to offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell. But then he actually did get to work with the first team after those first four periods. And as Stackpole noted, he showed a little poise, a little precision, uh, moved the offense down the field, hit Richardson, hit a third pass to Quinn. Uh, and then while he had a bad incompletion, they did wound up uh, getting a Dustin Hopkins uh, field goal. Then he moved on to working with the second and third units. Uh, and as Stackpole, again, Redskins.com noted, uh, had a risky deep ball down the sideline, but Robert Davis came down with the catch and double coverage. That's one of those throws that Kyle um, that Jay Gruden and Kevin O'Connell have kind of noted at times in talking to the media. It's like one of those, oh, no, 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 oh, oh, okay, type throws. And certainly there have been plenty of those from everything I understand uh, in training camp. And that was basically what we saw uh, in OTAs and in the mini camp. But again, Haskins is going to be some ups and downs, uh, even when throwing you know, dis- different decisions, different reads, uh, different throws that he tries to make. Uh, again, I know one of the criticisms has been leaving receivers out to dry. Um, again, Redskins.com noted that after all this, Haskins then hit Jehu Chesson on a post corner route, uh, and Chesson went into uh, the t- uh, end zone for a touchdown. So, you know, basically Haskins had what sounded like everything that I can tell an up and down day. Got to work a little bit with the first team um, and, you know, mostly with the second and third team. It sounds like he is still inconsistent. Still sounds like he's having trouble with rhythm. Sounds like he's having trouble still getting everything in control under. It just sounds like he's a ways off, right? From everything that I know and everybody that I've talked to and everything that I've read and everything that I've observed. Uh, Gruden did say, quote, it will be kind of cool to see him in a game. We'll see how he does. We'll see how he's taken what he's done on the practice field and to see how it transitions into a real game situation now and how he handles the uh, huddles and cadence, anticipation, accuracy, all that good stuff, end quote. Yeah, that's... Jay Gruden talk for, I mean, I've been around Jay for all, you know, six years of his career here as a head coach, uh, not every day, but I've, you know, every single press conference, I either listen or read the quotes. And, you know, obviously I covered Jay, you know, full time for his first year and part time for every year after that. I know Jay well enough. Um, 
that's kind of Jay's talk for it. This kid ain't ready. And I have some doubts. And he's going to have to show me a lot in order to get me to open up my eyes to think that he's even close to being ready. That quote right there, it will be kind of cool to see him in a game. We'll see how he does. We'll see how he's taken what he's done on the practice field to see how it transitions into a real game situation and how he handles the huddles and cadence, anticipation, accuracy, all that good stuff. See, this is the thing. Again, I've said this all along. Dwayne Haskins is going to make some throws, and he's going to make some throws that open up everybody's eyes. And I'm guessing he'll make a good throw and a big-time throw that'll make everybody's jaw drop on Thursday night. And yet, there's so many little things that even I and the trained observer certainly is not going to notice. But, like, look for the little things. Look for his mechanics. Look for his footwork. Look for the different little things, how it looks getting to the line of scrimmage, and if he can identify a hot, and if he can pick up a blitz, and if he can slide the protection. All of that stuff is the stuff, in addition to getting the play call out, in addition to uh, getting everybody on the same page, if he's got a check uh, at the line of scrimmage. Uh, You know, it was interesting. I was listening to an interview with Josh Woodrum, uh, the fourth quarterback who I expect to play a lot on Thursday night, uh, with uh, Chad Dukes, my colleague at 106.7 The Fan, and he was talking about how the system is quarterback friendly and compared to other systems that he'd been in, it's a lot less terminology, but there's a lot more responsibility and expectation and pressure on the quarterback to get everything right, and he talked about some of the you know, protection slides and hot reads and, and checks and all that stuff that a quarterback in this system has to do, even though the system is relatively, relatively easy compared to other systems he's been in. And this is a guy who's played, you know, for six or seven NFL teams at various points and uh, just had, uh, you know, a little stint in the uh, now defunct AAF. So... That brings us to Dwayne Haskins, and again, I expect Thursday to be a little up and down. I don't expect it to be clean by any stretch. Sounds like Jay Gruden has very legitimate doubts. All right, when we come back, we will get into something the Redskins are doing that's pretty cool that is cutting edge. We will touch on that and tell you all about that as we prepare for preseason game number one right here. Between the Cleveland Browns and the Washington Redskins, good to have you with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Fantasy football players, make sure you listen to Vinny Iyer and Locked on Fantasy Football. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else. Then you are the same. Get the edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day and put you ahead all season long. Locked on Fantasy Football on your favorite podcast provider. All right, time out here on the Lockdown Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. It is episode number 281. I'm Chris Russell, back in a flash. This episode of Locked on Redskins is brought to you by Five Star Painting, a neighborly company. Five Star Painting is looking for new owners to join their growing company. Could this be the perfect opportunity for you guys? Are you driven? Do you have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur? If you're interested in running your own business, text Five Star. That's F I V E. 
S-T-A-R to 87000. That's five star to 87000 right now to learn more. Choosing to start your own business with five star painting means setting yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with the best in business and the best at business. Five star painting, you'll be your own boss. You pick your own territory, set your own hours, live in a better quality of life running a business you can be proud of. You'll have access to the best resources to help you scale your landscape business to meet your personal and professional goals. And you get to go home every day with the satisfaction of helping your customers enhance and maintain the beauty of their homes. Again, five star painting. Get involved now. Text 87000. That's text 5STAR, F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R to 87000. Whether you've been thinking about starting your own business or already running your own painting company, again, text 5STAR to 87000 to learn more about how a 5STAR painting franchise can help you get to where you want to go faster than going it alone. All right, we are back here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. So we told you the Redskins are about to embark on something that's pretty cool, uh, different, unique, first of its kind, apparently, uh, in terms of the NFL. And it's on the Redskins local broadcast on NBC Sports Washington on Thursday night against the Cleveland Browns. Now, it's not the actual NBC Sports Washington original feed. It'll be an alternate feed on NBC Sports Washington Plus. So many cable outlets and sports channels and sports networks have a uh, ancillary feed, an additional feed. So this is NBC Sports Washington Plus, and it's called the Predict the Game broadcast. Basically, what it is is, again, a live interactive prediction contest with you know cash prizes. And uh, as, as many have pointed out uh, before, the NFL's kind of slow... Um, unwanting shift towards allowing more prop bets and sports betting and gambling involved in their product. And this is just, again, the sign of the time. So it's called the Predict the Game broadcast. Uh, the game footage, obviously, will be uh, the main part of it. But then they'll have uh, on the bottom of your screen, they did this for the Washington Wizards uh, during the year. They'll have lined graphics with stats kind of correlating um, you know, to the broadcast and to the actual game. Basically, they'll have prop bets and uh, you can have um, I, I guess the way they do it I, I haven't seen it uh, quite honestly I saw it during the Wizards broadcast I haven't seen this version of it um, the Wizards being the NBA team of course um, I guess the person with the most correct responses in each quarter uh, based on the prop bets that they have can win a thousand dollars. So the Redskins, uh, according to the article that I have from ESPN.com of the first NFL franchise to indeed participate in this and create an alternate broadcast. Uh, they are also the first NFL team to partner with a daily fantasy sports operator uh, and the first to put uh, its team marks on a scratch off lottery ticket. So clearly this has been, you know, something that the Redskins have been interested in, involved in. I mean, they've been very involved with the D.C. lottery for a long time. Gambling is something that, again, is 
very appealing to a lot of people. Uh, in case you're not familiar with the Washington, D.C. area, MGM National Harbor has just been an enormous, enormous success. Uh, from everything I know, the Redskins apparently were trying to build a new stadium right next to it, um, again, in conjunction with that. Uh, there's other small, different casinos. Uh, again, sports gambling, sports betting, everybody is involved in it. Uh, the Redskins kind of issued the, uh, a statement about this uh, on Tuesday. My guy, Scott Shepard, who I love, uh, who's back with the organization now, senior vice president, said, quote, we're proud to be the first NFL club to do this, and it follows a lot of innovations that we've had along this space. Uh, so again, basically, if you're watching the NBC Sports Washington broadcast on Thursday night against the Cleveland Browns, you're going to have to watch the alternate feed, the alternate broadcast. And apparently in this predict the game feature and contest, they could have, you know, 75, 80 different prop bet questions. Uh, and an example of one will rookie quarterback Dwayne Haskins throw a touchdown pass in the second quarter. Now, of course, he's got to play in the second quarter, which we all kind of expect him to do. And apparently they'll have a chime on the broadcast and they're trying to figure out how to best kind of notify you. NBC Sports Washington's uh, senior vice president and general manager uh, was quoted in, you know, saying, you know, we don't, we don't know exactly, you know, he said between series after a commercial break, they're going to experiment. Now, one thing you should know is that this isn't a regular season thing, right? Now, they may be able to do something on their radio broadcast, I'm not sure, but this isn't, they're not going to be able to do this during their actual regular season games. So for NBC Sports Washington and for the Redskins who control uh, through Redskins television, these broadcasts on NBC Sports Washington, this is the opportunity to do it and get involved. Whereas the Wizards have all of their, and the Capitals and, and teams like that have all of their regular, or most of their regular season games uh, on that particular network. And again, uh, they are opening up a new door. This is an innovative concept. Again, with legalized sports gambling, listen, it makes all the sense in the world. In a day and age where people are not going to stadiums because of the cost, because of the time, whatever, more people are watching on HDTV. This is a way to interact. You know, you've seen fantasy sports. You've seen daily fantasy sports. We all know the boom. We all know the interest. We all know that people have a short attention span, and we all know that this is going to be some sort of a hit uh, in some way, shape, or form. Now, for the Redskins, again, this is just merely an extension to something they're doing. They're not going to be able to benefit, I don't think, quite like the Wizards and other teams will because, again, they only have preseason games, but their preseason games are certainly very popular, and they're just once a week, so they will certainly get a lot of hits and a lot of interest. You know, the real question is, again, again, considering that the NFL has kind of put a stiff arm, if you will, towards gambling, towards stuff like that. Clearly, um, you know, the NFL, I think, had to at least sign off on this. I don't know that for sure, uh, but, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think the Redskins can just do whatever they want in this case, even though, because it is essentially sports betting. That's what it is. Uh, it's just sports betting on TV in a creative kind of concept. Whoever came up with this, I think, is pretty genius, quite honestly, uh, because it is a pilot for how things are going to work. And I think you're going to see this 
all over the country. And NBC Sports Washington, i got to be honest with you, has been very innovative uh, in this area because they've done a lot of this stuff and they fully embraced uh, the whole sports gambling and sports betting genre. All right, we're going to take a timeout right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, so that's something to look forward to. Hey, guys, the new Locked on NFL is on fire last week. One of the most listened to NFL shows, expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson, hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked on NFL is your national daily podcast and all things NFL Matt's unique take on the game follow locked on NFL now on your favorite podcast provider back in a flash with a couple of final notes on the Redskins as they get ready for the Cleveland Browns preseason opener right here on LOR 281 thanks for being with us Wrapping up Locked on Redskins, episode number 281. Wanted to bring your guys' attention to somebody that I just discovered. Uh, his name is Tyler Roman. He goes by uh, on Twitter at NFL Scout 21, at NFL Scout 21. He uh, is a former NFL Scout. Uh, product of George Mason University. I know John Keim of ESPN.com uh, and ESPN has had him on his podcast and has uh, tweeted him a couple of times. So I uh, kind of did the same and uh, he followed me back and so on and so forth. Uh, and I just wanted to bring you a couple of his camp notes that he put up on Twitter um, while giving full credit to him, obviously, from his observations, because this is a guy who's been involved uh, in scouting. He noted on Monday that Eric Flowers looked serviceable, made a few reach block second level blocks taking on linebackers held his own in pass protection did a good job versus Jonathan Allen and Matt Ioannidis in back-to-back reps in one-on-ones Donald Penn looked good uh said um said Tyler Roman uh, he said, uh, Donald Penn looked good, held his own, strong hands, grasp. If he gets a grip on you, you're not going anywhere. He said, I liked what Jaron Christian did today. Looked quick, set up his blocks well, solid technique. He said, Tim Settle looks really good, quick, big, potential, dominated his one-on-one reps, absolutely abused Tony Bergstrom. He said, I like the wide receiver group as a whole. He mentioned Cole Holcomb had a nice pop on J.P. Holtz, backup tight end fullback, drew an uh, offensive pass interference on a seam route to Matt Flanagan was in good coverage position ball was underthrown. I, I think I saw a video on that uh, that was pretty deep down the field he said Dwayne Haskins made some nice throws in the two-minute drill but inconsistencies show underthrown ball caused an offensive pass interference and he also fumbled another snap he said running back Sean Wilson looks really quick most natural backup for Chris Thompson had some real nice games at UNC I saw Sean Wilson bust out a run and that somebody put up a video of, I think I put it on Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, I should say, explosive, explosive speed. So that's from the Twitter account of Tyler Roman, a former NFL scout. Again, you can follow him uh, and make sure you send a shout out to him for all these great notes at NFL Scout 21, at NFL Scout 21 on Twitter. All right, we wrap it up with this. Uh, there was a story in The Athletic from uh, Shiel Kapitia, uh, who has been around the NFL, both the Philadelphia Eagles uh, and the Seattle Seahawks. He did a ranking of the 20 teams that missed the playoffs last year that are more like, most likely to make it uh, this year. And he put the Minnesota Vikings... And Kirk Cousins, number one. He put the Redskins' opponent on Thursday night. Cleveland Browns, number two. And the Washington Redskins are all the way down at number 17. 
only the Bengals, the Giants, and the Dolphins are lower in this particular profile of teams that missed the playoffs last year. So we'll end on that note. Thanks for being with us. As always, I'm your host, Chris Russell. Make sure you follow at Locked Redskins. You can follow me at WrestleMania621. You can email me, WrestleMania09 at gmail.com. Have a great rest of your day wherever you are and whenever you are listening to the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for downloading us. Make sure you share with a friend and let them know this is your daily home for Redskins coverage and Redskins analysis uh, in terms of podcasts. The Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios.